book three section thirty five of the world as will and idea volume one by arthur schopenhauer translated by r b haldane and j kemp this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine book three the world as idea second aspect the idea independent of the principle of sufficient reason the platonic idea the object of art section thirty five in order to gain a deeper insight into the nature of the world it is absolutely necessary that we should learn to distinguish the will as thing in itself from its adequate objectivity and also the different grades in which this appears more and more distinctly and fully the ideas themselves from the merely phenomenal existence of these ideas in the forms of the principle of sufficient reason the restricted method of knowledge of the individual we shall then agree with plato when he attributes actual being only to the ideas and allows only an elusive dream-like existence to things in space and time the real world for the individual then we shall understand how one and the same idea reveals itself in so many phenomena and presents its nature only bit by bit to the individual one side after another then we shall also distinguish the idea itself from the way in which its manifestation appears in the observation of the individual and recognize the former as essential and the latter as unessential let us consider this with the help of examples taken from the most insignificant things and also from the greatest when the clouds move the figures which they form are not essential but indifferent to them but that as elastic vapour they are pressed together drifted along spread out or torn asunder by the force of the wind this is their nature the essence of the forces which objectify themselves in them the idea their actual forms are only for the individual observer to the brook that flows over stones the eddies the waves the foam flakes which it forms are indifferent and unessential but that it follows the attraction of gravity and behaves as inelastic perfectly mobile formless transparent fluid this is its nature this if known through perception is its idea these accidental forms are only for us so long as we know as individuals the ice on the window-pane forms itself into crystals according to the laws of crystallization which reveal the essence of the force of nature that appears here exhibit the idea but the trees and flowers which it traces on the pane are unessential and are only there for us what appears in the clouds the brook and the crystal is the weakest echo of that will which appears more fully in the plant more fully still in the beast and most fully in man but only the essential in all these grades of its objectification constitutes the idea on the other hand its unfolding or development because broken up in the forms of the principle of sufficient reason into a multiplicity of many-sided phenomena is unessential to the idea lies merely in the kind of knowledge that belongs to the individual and has reality only for this the same thing necessarily holds good of the unfolding of that idea which is the completest objectivity of will therefore the history of the human race the throng of events the change of times the multifarious forms of human life in different lands and countries 
all this is only the accidental form of the manifestation of the idea does not belong to the idea itself in which alone lies the adequate objectivity of the will but only to the phenomenon which appears in the knowledge of the individual and is just as foreign unessential and indifferent to the idea itself as the figures which they assume are to the clouds the form of its eddies and foam flakes to the brook or its trees and flowers to the ice to him who has thoroughly grasped this and can distinguish between the will and the idea and between the idea and its manifestation the events of the world will have significance only so far as they are the letters out of which we may read the idea of man but not in and for themselves he will not believe with the vulgar that time may produce something actually new and significant that through it or in it something absolutely real may attain to existence or indeed that it itself as a whole has beginning and end plan and development and in some way has for its final aim the highest perfection according to their conception of the last generation of man whose life is a brief thirty years therefore he will just as little with homer people a whole olympus with gods to guide the events of time as with ossian he will take the forms of the clouds for individual beings for as we have said both have just as much meaning as regards the idea which appears in them in the manifold forms of human life and in the unceasing change of events he will regard the idea only as the abiding and essential in which the will to live has its fullest objectivity in which shows its different sides in the capacities the passions the errors and the excellences of the human race in self-interest hatred love fear boldness frivolity stupidness slyness wit genius and so forth all of which crowding together and combining in thousands of forms individuals continually create the history of the great and the little world in which it is all the same whether they are set in motion by nuts or by crowns finally he will find that in the world it is the same as in the dramas of gozzi in all of which the same persons appear with like intention and with a like fate the motives and incidents are certainly different in each place but the spirit of the incidents is the same the actors in one piece know nothing of the incidents of another although they performed in it themselves therefore after all experience of former pieces pantaloon has become no more agile or generous tartaglia no more conscientious regalia no more courageous and columbine no more modest suppose we were allowed for once a clearer glance into the kingdom of the possible and over the whole chain of causes and effects if the earth spirit appeared and showed us in a picture all the greatest men enlighteners of the world and heroes that chance destroyed before they were ripe for their work then the great events that would have changed the history of the world and brought in periods of the highest culture and enlightenment but which the blindest chance the most insignificant accident hindered at the outset lastly the splendid powers of great men that would have enriched whole ages of the world but which either misled by error or passion or compelled by necessity they squandered uselessly on unworthy or unfruitful objects or even wasted in play if we saw all this we would shudder and lament at the thought of the lost treasures of whole periods of the world 
but the earth spirit would smile and say the source from which the individuals and their powers proceed is inexhaustible and unending as time and space for like these forms of all phenomena they also are only phenomena visibility of the will no finite measure can exhaust that infinite source therefore an undiminished eternity is always open for the return of any event or work that was nipped in the bud in this world of phenomena true loss is just as little possible as true gain the will alone is it is the thing in itself and the source of all these phenomena its self-knowledge and its assertion or denial which is then decided upon is the only event in itself end of book three section thirty five recording by expatriate in bangor maine